Welcome to Conversations with the Coach. And this is Coach George Raveling, along with one of my former assistants, Jack Furtick. George, uh, basketball is, it may be at its peak in terms of interest uh, throughout the nation and, and throughout the world, for that matter. Um, but you, I think we always have to be conscious that there are threats to the game as well, that if, if you're not aware of where things can go awry or something that can knock you down, you're, you're more susceptible. Uh, why don't you uh, inform the listeners on <clears throat> what you see as threats to the game? I, I think today the, the, the biggest threats to the game are an ever-evolving uh, 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 culture that's being dominated by people on the fringes of the game, be they they, they be uh, 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 agents, be they uh, runners, uh, 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 pseudo uh, summer league coaches in that t today. I, I think that th they all contribute toward an ever-evolving uh, basketball culture. The thing that concerns me greatly about the game today is the lack of innovation. Uh, they're, they're, I think the game greatly suffers from groupthink. You, you watch one team play and you watch them all play. You can almost be uh, 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 certain as the clock, shot clock gets down to 10, uh, teams are gonna 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 isolate the ball. They're gonna bring a big man out, and they're gonna create a pick and roll, and and lower the rest of the offense down to the baseline. And so there's just uh, there's so much of the game today is it, 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 it lacks innovation. We lack maverick thinkers. We lack we lack people who who uh, uh, are, are want to challenge the status quo. We don't have a whole lot of people challenging the status quo. And the older and uh, past years gone by, there was a distinct difference between the style of play at the professional level and, and the style of play at the collegiate level. Today, the, the, the lines between college basketball and pro basketball have been greatly uh, blurred. And, 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 um, and, and the other thing I think that we, 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 we're being challenged to deal with this me mentality now, that so much of the game is, is, is about the individual and less about the game and less about the team. And it's more about the individual and showtime and, and dunks and, 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 all, and all those things that, that really... And, Celebrations. And, yes, and and, and 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 the overall framework of the game. These are are are, are secondary benefits in, in my mind. I think the game is is being threatened by uh, uh, technology, most evident in, in in social media. There's a great concern about the involvement of parents in the in. in and their influence on their children and on the coaches and on the, on the team's environment. Um, but one of the things that I think about a lot is that uh, the lack of courageous leadership in, 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 in the game today. Uh, I think we need a, a hell of a lot more po uh, Greg Popovich's, people who see the game in a broader circumstance than just winning and losing. And someone talked to Popovich recently and asked him, did, did they still have the same passion to, to win a championship? And, and, and as I paraphrase him, basically he said, certainly we, we have the same passion 
position. But I, I also wish that my players could contribute more to changing the world and making the world a better place. And so we, I think we need uh, leaders who are willing to, to, see, uh, the, the, to challenge the status quo, to ask questions that other people aren't willing to ask, to go places where other people aren't aren't, uh, aren't uh, willing to go to say things that, that, that are, are, are truth. And, and goodness knows the game needs some truth tellers today, some people who tell, uh, see the game uh, from a, 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 a valid perspective and, 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 and challenge the game. There's too much selfishness in the game today. We're, there, we, 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 we're so caught up in triple doubles and, 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 and points scored. And yet it, 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 it's still a, a team game. And I, I wonder sometimes if we don't devalue young people's values for the game. Uh, there's so much that, 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 that uh, we, we, we should be talking. I think there's a lack of vision right now in the game. Where, 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 where did we come from? Where are we today? And where are we going uh, tomorrow? The game is clearly becoming more and more of a global basketball game. And so, in fact, if you look at it from a U.S. perspective, we're the only country in the world that plays under a different set of basketball right. rules. Everybody else in the world plays under the FIBA yeah, rules. You've said and that the only, often. Right? The only country in the, in the world that plays under three yeah. or four sets of, of rules are, are, are America. We got high school rules. We got uh, boys' rules or men's rules, women's rules, NBA rules. So we got all these. And I, I think at the end of the day, the game from a global perspective will take a gigantic step forward when we all play under one one set of rules. Uh, so right. I, on, on, on that point, basketball used to be the United States game. Now, like you said, it's global. Do you see the United States changing to the global rules and putting their ego down? Because certainly the rest of the world I, I don't think is going to have different three-point lines, and, you know, I think they're going to feel like, look, everybody's playing by this set of rules. Do you think the U.S. would ever change and say, let's make this, it's a global game, let's play all by the same rules? I think eventually we will. I think we'll eventually sit down and we'll look at the game from a global perspective and a domestic perspective perspective and and we'll come up with a clear and concise group of rules that that will that'll govern the game and that we'll all find uh, ac acceptable uh, and and I think we're moving closer and closer to that uh, we're, we're moving closer and closer to to the uh, the NBA is 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 is, is, is is, is, is at the touch point of about 40% of the players in the NBA now are non-American players. And so I think that, uh, and I think that's healthy for the game. You know, we, as Americans, we like to say we invented the game, but the, the reality is that, that Naismith was a Canadian. He was not an American. You know, we have this great myth that, that, that we invented the game. But if you go back and you read about Naismith's life, Naismith was a Canadian. He was not an American. All right. Do you see as a threat money? Because you were talking, Absolutely. you were talking about we don't have enough people who are going to stand up, like like you were saying, Pop said, uh, and and try to take a stance that's unpopular. Well, a lot of it is because guys are worried about well, it's going to hurt my endorsements or it's going to hurt my 
um, value as a college player toward the pros. They don't want to bring in, quote, unquote, a troublemaker. Because most people who, who enact change are usually, especially radical change, are usually seen as troublemakers first. Well, I, I think where the, the aspect of money comes in is, is, is that are these huge salaries a demotivator for, for uh, the pursuit of excellence? So uh, you're, we're, we're right on the advent of a group of $100 million players uh, at the professional level. And so uh, what, what is it that's going to motivate that player over the course of a 15 or 20 years in the, at the professional level to continue to excel? Uh, I, I went to Washington State in 72 for 24500 Never in my life did I ever think a coach would, they would pay someone a million dollars to coach the, uh, to coach the sport. And I, and, I, and I think uh, hurrah for those guys that get the million dollars. I'm not, I'm not upset that I, 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 I'm not making a million. I'd like to be making it. But at the same time, I think it, 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 what I worry about is, is it, does it become an antidepressant? Does, uh, or I mean, it does it become a depressant, mm -hmm. not an antidepressant. Does, does, does it, 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 it siphon off your hunger for excellence? Do, uh, does it change your focus? Do, do you now have more uh, uh, chatter and clutter in your life as a result of this? Where in, 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 in a less complex environment, you, uh, your thought process didn't have to deal with as, 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 as as many eventualities as a result from this money, and all the 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 the, the groups of people that the money attracts it, that you have to deal with, and uh, I, I remember Barkley saying on on a TV show to all the rookies coming into the league this year, the first thing you better learn and learn quickly say is, no. is to say no. Yeah, absolutely.